Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello, and welcome to Right Royal Roundup after a six week break. I'm Carolyn Cash. Coming up on today's show, the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh visit Northern Ireland. We have news of Spain's new king, Philippe VI, after his father, Juan Carlos, abdicated. And we have news from Denmark. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. The Queen and Prince Philip opened the new Terminal 2, which is now known as the Queen's Terminal at Heathrow Airport, on Monday the 23rd of June. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh were on their way to Belfast for an official three-day visit. The old Terminal 2 was built in 1955 and was opened by the Queen. It was in use for over 50 years before it was demolished to make way for the new building capable of handling about 20 million passengers per year. After unveiling a plaque and a tour of the new terminal, the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh flew to Belfast. They stayed at Hillsborough Castle, which is the Queen's official residence in Northern Ireland. The Queen and the Duke met the First Minister, Peter Robinson, and with Sinn Féin veteran and former IRA commander, now Deputy First Minister, Michael McGuinness. The Queen and Prince Philip visited the studios in Belfast where the hit TV series Game of Thrones is filmed and they saw several props including the Iron Throne. However, the Queen did not sit on the Iron Throne, which is not surprising. According to the book Game of Thrones, Lord Eddard Stark found it extremely uncomfortable to sit on whilst he was standing in for King Robert. Then again, Eddard Stark also had a painful leg wound so it is not surprising that the Queen politely declined. However, Her Majesty was presented with a miniature throne as a souvenir. However, His Royal Highness, Prince Philip, showed some interest in some of the weapons on display and even picked up a couple of items. The royal couple were the guests of honour at a reception at Belfast City Hall and attended a garden party at Hillsborough Castle. Hillsborough Castle also played host for the experts and the crew of the television show Antiques Roadshow. Antiques experts assessed some of the items from the Royal Collection the day before the public queued for the show to have their items valued. The Queen also attended a Royal British Legion reception in Coleraine where she launched a program of activities to commemorate World War I and laid a wreath. One very lucky boy took a selfie of himself with the Queen and another with the Duke of Edinburgh. The Queen and Prince Philip last visited Northern Ireland as part of the Diamond Jubilee celebrations in 2012. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Crown Princess Mary of Denmark took her two eldest children, Prince Christian and Princess Isabella, to a One Direction concert in Copenhagen recently. However, Crown Prince Frederick remained at home with the twins, Princess Josephine and Prince Vincent. This is not the first time the Crown Princess has taken her children to a concert. 
as Her Royal Highness had taken them to the Eurovision Song Contest semi-final in May, where they met Australian singer Jessica Mowboy. Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary also attended Day 4 of Wimbledon. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Carlos has abdicated in favour of his son earlier this month following a series of scandals and poor health. Juan Carlos lost favour when he went on a secret elephant hunting trip in Botswana during the global financial crisis in 2012. Juan Carlos's son-in-law caused a scandal when he was charged with embezzling millions of euros of public funds. King Juan Carlos formally abdicated on Thursday the 19th of June handing over the reins to his son, who will reign as King Philippe VI. Compared to other recent royal handovers in Europe, the Spanish one was done with little pomp and ceremony, and no foreign dignitaries were invited. Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands abdicated in favour of her son, Willem Alexander, last year. Albert II, King of the Belgians, abdicated in favour of his son, Philippe. And Pope Benedict XVI resigned from the papacy due to old age and failing health. However, contrary to recent reports in New Idea, Queen Margrethe has no plans to abdicate and there is no tradition in Denmark for abdication. However, Queen Elizabeth II has also made it clear she will never abdicate either as she has dedicated her life to the service of her people in Britain and the Commonwealth on her 21st birthday. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British royal family update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Reports from the United Kingdom claims it only costs only 56p or roughly one Australian dollar per person per year to maintain the monarchy. However, it costs Australian taxpayers absolutely nothing, despite claims from the Republican movement. The Queen's wealth is estimated at around £330,000. The Queen earns her income from three sources, her private income, the Privy Purse from the Duchy of Lancaster and the Sovereign Grant. The Queen's private income consists of her investment portfolio and inherited private estates including Sandringham and Balmoral. The Duchy of Lancaster has provided income for the Sovereign since medieval times from land about 18,000 hectares in England and in Wales. This income is known as the Privy Purse. The Duchy is managed on the Queen's behalf so that all the net profits are paid to the Queen on which she pays tax but it is not known exactly how much. This money is used for personal and official expenditure, including other members of the royal family such as Princess Anne, Prince Andrew and Prince Edward. The government also gives the Queen a lump sum each year to carry out official duties and for the upkeep of official royal residences such as Buckingham Palace or Kensington Palace, for travel, investitures and for garden parties. However, Prince Charles's duties are funded from the Duchy of Cornwall It was set up in 1337 to provide the heir to the throne with income similar to that of the Duchy of Lancaster. 
Prince Charles also pays voluntary tax after expenses. However, in my honest opinion, the British monarchy does draw in more tourism dollars than any other source of revenue as people visit the Tower of London to see the crown jewels, other historic royal palaces and other places of interest, such as cathedrals and battle sites, not to mention the millions of visitors for events such as a royal wedding or the Queen's Diamond Jubilee. According to one source, the Queen's Diamond Jubilee weekend in 2012 brought in £120 million, which boosted London's economy with tourists from overseas and within Britain. An estimated 1.2 million tourists braved the wet weather to watch the river pageants. The reburial of King Richard III in 2015 is likely to draw in more tourism revenue for Leicester as people visit various locations associated with the last Plantagenet King, including the Battle of Bosworth. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh attended Royal Ascot last week with the Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall, Princess Anne, Prince Harry, the Earl and Countess of Wessex, the Duke of York, Princess Beatrice, Princess Eugenie and Zara Phillips. The Queen has also met the new Australian High Commissioner Alexander Downer and his wife Nicola at Buckingham Palace since her return from Northern Ireland. Prince Harry has also travelled to Brazil to watch the British team play against Costa Rica at the World Cup. He played soccer as he visited the Acer charity for disadvantaged children, travelled in a canoe and planted some trees. That's all we have for this week. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to your company next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.